0: Welcome to the CEO Stylist Podcast, where two unlikely CEOs come together and rewrite the narrative of what it means to be a CEO stylist. Ivanka Loria and Kirsten Harris are on a mission, giving stylists permission to join the movement of artists breaking the mold of what is meant to be for the hair industry and creating the life and schedule of their dreams. Fast forward through many failed attempts and lessons learned in the process, it's time to level up the playing field. It's time to call BS on what's been done before. Yolanka and Kirsten are ready to share it all, defying the odds of the industry and teaching you how to do the same. Welcome back to The CEO Stylist. I'm your host, Kirsten. And here with me is my dear friend, Yo, your co-host. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome back. So, what episode are we up to today? I think 205. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) One day
1: we're going to be in a position to say that, right? Yeah, we're early. We're babies at this. We've got our oil plates on still. We're going to look back in our. 100th episode and see now we've got this down packed. So yeah. we've still got our training wheels on. Yeah. So you guys have been amazing and we really appreciate everyone's messaging us. Yeah, absolutely. letting us know the feedback has been <laughs> incredible. So we just want to keep sharing yeah. and delivering value. And today is a spicy topic. Today. And before you announce that, I think the thing that, you know, I've always, we listen to podcasts.
0: You and I are serial podcast listeners. And one of the things that is really important is we just don't, we want to be boring. We want to mix it up and make it a bit fun and we don't want it to be boring. Keeping it real. So we really value the comments and the feedback. And if there's any topics, because you and I talk all the time, right? We've got lots to talk about really. But if there's any pressing topics that, you know, our listeners also want us to talk about too, and we're going to mix it up down the track. I know. In terms of getting other people
1: into our how many conversations that we have and we we hit these golden nuggets and we're like, oh, my God, we need to have our own podcast. Yes. We need to share this with everyone else. Yes. So today this topic is something that's so, I know it's D to you, it's D you to me. You are busting to get it I'm out. I'm busting are you? to get it out. <laughs> um, it really is. And I think I always go back to, you know, part of this podcast is sharing tactical solutions on how you can grow your business. And, you know, that's something that's pre- prevalent. Prevalent? Is that a word? That's a word. For both of us. But this is something that is just as important. And All right. I don't know. Get it gonna, out. We're gonna see where it's gonna land. Um yep. and you know, really mindset. And this is about ego. What is it? Ego over opportunity. Ego over opportunity. And you've been like secretly preparing this one.
0: I, I know. She been up half the night thinking about what she wants to say.
1: <laughs> because so many times I think, you know, you've been in my life for four years and we've both seen people lose opportunity over ego. Oh yeah. And I know I've been in a position. Plenty of times when I was younger, I look back and I'm like, wow, that ego, you know, resurfaces. It's in our driver's seat all the time. And everybody mm-hmm. has an ego, right? Mm-hmm. We all yeah. have it. What and did you say? What does ego do? What does ego do? So ego is a, um, oh, what did I say? A safeguard. It protects you. So ego is, um, oh, what did I say? You're going to have to pause this one. Um, ego, Ego is...
0: Ego protects you. It's the same. Ego kind. does
1: protect you, yeah. but it's also um, in a flight mode, a fight mode with your own. Um, is it unconscious? Unconscious mind. Unconscious mind. Mm. So your ego is um, in constant battle with your unconscious mind. Yeah. I think so, that's so that's powerful. So powerful. And I know when I was younger, I was never that ego. Um, that came from competition. That's that was never my issue with my ego. My ego was really more about protecting myself from you know being disrespected or feeling undervalued, like feeling like you're not good enough. So yeah. you'll get triggered by certain things. And I think that's the biggest thing, I think, on this journey. And i go back to sharing this really important, you know, story. I think when I was younger, I always, well, I didn't always, but I think I, I got to a point in my 20s when I really discovered, remember, remember that book, The Secret? Mm-hmm. And I really first understood change the power of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. That was always my thing. I think I really adapted to changing my thoughts mm-hmm. Um, so much that, you know, what you think subconsciously is you're going to attract. And that was, it was like peeling back the onion. Mm-hmm. It really, you know, it takes years. It's not a light switch that you can just switch it on and off. It really does evolve as you get older, I think, because in your 20s you're carrying a shitload of baggage mm-hmm. that you just don't carry when you're older. Yeah. You know, and we. Because we give a shit less. You give a shit less about and you what give, people think. And you really realize, and you're older, that no one even gives a shit about you. No one gives a shit about you. <laughs> it was you giving They're a shit. They're not looking at you. It was your chip on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. It really is, you know, when I say when you connect to your higher self, mm. um, that is really been a journey of self discovery for me and also dealing with that ego and filtering where that trigger, where it's coming from. And I think it's so important. It all really comes down to past trauma, mm. you know, past issues, past relationships unresolved whether your parents treated you like this childhood you know i know coming from a european family bless them um they were always very loving financially but very critical you know that's because they led with fear Mm. and there's always going to be a part of me that's self deprecating and Mm. that really comes down from childhood but i think now i'm able to filter through and rise above it to my higher self because i've had to do the work Mm -hmm. so i just want to share something that really what was a you know epitome from me really transforming my life. And it really does come down to understanding where that ego comes from, because ego is really layered into fear and scarcity mindset. And we really do touch on all that between both of our businesses in what we're sharing and what we're teaching. I think, you know, it's really important to scratch the surface because what I was saying to you before we started this podcast, that 90% of people are not self-aware. That is so, what do you mean by that? So 90% of people are really not self-aware. Self-aware I mean,
0: aware of their own actions, their own thoughts, everything, their own
1: feelings. Their own feelings, their own thoughts, their own everything. I mean, you look at the interactions that we've had, how long it's taken us to find each other <laughs> and how long it's taken us to find that group of community where you can really dispel that ego yes and really what's come of it because we don't have that ego but is
0: that an age thing or this really is a message for the our younger listeners because i think this is a generational a, a disadvantage in many ways like it's a you know unfair advantage i should say not a disadvantage because we can
1: speak about this being much older well, we know now what it is. We know now that the mm. personal development has been around even before we were around. It's just Absolutely. whether you prioritise it or not. And I think also, let me just share what yeah, what go. was what was my journey and my story and how I transformed my life. And I speak about it, and we laugh, we joke about it all the time. Now with one of my girls, Ashley, who's been with me for five years, but it really was when I first when she first started with me, working with me, we were just a a one. I was a one man show. She came along on the scene. And what happened is one day she was late, God forbid, five minutes, (laughs) you know, and back in the day, remember I was reprimanded and that's part of my trauma. I remember being late one day and I remember my boss, my leader, oh my God, he didn't let it go. And the way that he made me feel, the way that he spoke about me in front of clients was the biggest humiliation ever. He just did not let it go. And, you know, he really didn't take the time, like, I had a a stellar record of being on time. Like I was always on time. But it was just this one time. Just this one time and Mm -hmm. I was reprimanded, you know, and even going back to European family, like when you make a mistake, that was my trigger because they just didn't shut up about it.
0: Oh, wow. You know, for
1: years. It was only recently that they stopped talking about it because I had to change and I had to work on my triggers. But going back to Ashley with that scenario, so she was late. And again, what happened, my ego rose to the surface Mm -hmm. and she rocked up and I didn't even ask her why she was late. She was only five minutes late. But I remember I was, you know, getting ready to go on a holiday for the first time for work, so I was really stressed out. And another joke, because I had one staff member and I couldn't cope with the stress. Look at now, years later, I've got 14 staff, you know, so I really, (laughs) I was really like, I better get my shit together. But what happened is I went to go loser at her. And I remember having an exchange and I almost blacked out, you know, when you black out from mm. your ego rising because it was like, how oh, dare I be disrespected. You know, here I am giving her an opportunity. It's your ego coming to the surface. Mm. And at that, at that mo- moment, I remember her saying something and the exchange was very much like, you know, don't back chat me. <laughs> you know, we say that as a joke now because she tried to communicate with me while she was late, but I was just not You're hearing her. You're stuck. I was stuck. But what was it? Do you re-
0: do you remember what message you were telling yourself about why she was late?
1: Exactly that. It was about being disrespected. Oh, right. It was okay. about also going back to how I was treated. It was a yeah. multi-layer. It, it was a, a childhood it issue was... that had flared <clears throat> and suddenly… And yeah. also, I think also because I'm always on time myself mm. and, you know, the values and expectations that you have on yourself, you yeah. can put that on others. But the whole point, the way that I handled it was not okay. And she was 18 at the time. You know, Ash is now 24 and she's still with me for five years. But what happened is, and it was a pinnacle to me realizing it was either make or break and whether I was going to choose to be a leader or whether I was just going to choose to be a boss and have this come up and really not be able to grow a team from here. And she went around the corner. She went and did the client. And I instantly, instantly, you know, felt terrible. And I pulled her aside within five minutes, and I apologized to her. And I said, look, that was not okay. I really am sorry. I'm going to go get help. I really want to do this. I don't want you to leave. You know, and she was almost in, she was in tears. And we speak about it because she was nearly going to pack her bags and leave that day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was crucial. And it was so pivotal to me that A, I dropped that ego within two minutes. Yeah. And I apologized. And that's something that really taught me that it was okay. You know, we speak about being vulnerable. Yeah. Mm. And soon as I realized it, and that's a vulnerability, vulnerability, how do I say vulnerability? that word? Vulnerability that I carry, carry, caddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a vulnerability that I carry even with my kids. If you're wrong, if you make a mistake, it's okay yeah. to own it. Yeah, just own it. Right? Yeah. I owned it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, that's it. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go learn more personal development. And that's essentially how I started to learn. And I went and did courses. I did like a four day. Yeah, you did a lot. I did a lot. You? But yeah. it was really what? solidified that, like I said, if you're going to be a leader and you're going to run a team and you're going to have a business, you've got to drop that ego because yeah. you're going to imagine, imagine I didn't, you know, follow those steps of even apologizing to her. I could have lost her. Yeah, absolutely. And today she's, you know, without her, I really wouldn't be in this position mm. that, I'm in t- that I'm in today because we were able to work through it. And she saw that I really wanted to change. And we joke about it now because, you know, and this is when you come into the picture, you know, do about I? a year ago, yes, you do, <laughs> as always. It was like the the work that was there resurfaced because one of my other new new staff members, oh yes, who is amazing, who yes. is incredible, was rocking up plate, yeah. and I remember that was that resurfacing that you know was creeping up, and I was like, I remember thinking, all right, I'm feeling these feelings again. How the am I going to disrespect? Gonna, the disrespect now. Now I've got a team. I'm providing an opportunity. How of dare you? How you're dare a- you? You're not messaging me to let me to even letting me know that you're running late. Right now, you know I've got a team and the staff morale. It's affecting now multiple layers. But, but what happened in that moment? I called you. And what happened though? I remind me. I'll remind you. So I called you and you really talked me off the ledge. You know, you really talked me off the ledge. About perspective. About perspective mm. about really. You know, getting down to the bottom of why she was like you just—you just knocked me out of that ego. And sometimes it's
0: about compromise.
1: Well, Working it was a, a two-minute conversation, and yeah. I, I calm, calm the fuck down for starters. <laughs> and this is what happened, and this is why I test to also who you surround yourself with. Absolutely, is so important. Yeah, that's you know layered under this ego because it's gonna pop up again. Yeah. But if you don't have that that right connection with people it can really throw you off.
0: Yeah. You know because But I come back to is that an age thing? Is that just something that evolves as we get more <clears throat> in tune with what it is that we want because we care less about what people think?
1: I think so, but I think also when you when you connect to your higher self, I think mm-hmm. what was able to happen is you're able to remove yourself from the situation and that feeling yeah. and really get to the bottom. So what happened is with this incident, um you know, she was I think she kept rocking up like 15, 20 minutes late. And, you know, she would apologize when she came in and I was like, I'll let it slide, I'll let it slide. But that one time she did it, it was like, now it's happening multiple times. Yeah. How am I How am I going to handle this? So what happened, it was actually her birthday right. that morning. And I thought, you know, I could really sit on this and I, I was thinking I'm not going to ad- address this on her birthday, but I thought, no, that's not me because that energy carries Oh, for sure. And you'll find other shit that sticks to to that. Exactly. And And I thought, I'm not going to do that. So what happened is, as soon as she walked in, said, happy birthday, um, can we have a chat? (laughs) And as soon as we (laughs) walked into the other room, she knew. She knew. And she broke down and she started crying. As soon as she broke down and started crying and then, you know, I went into, look, we're going to figure this out. I just need to find out where you're at, why you were late, and why, why it's, you know, happening multiple times. And like you said, I don't even know if you remember, but you're like, is it just a time management thing? Mm, mm. And it really was. And thankfully, we were able to have that open and honest conversation with our ego. Um, and we were able to find a solution because the reality of the, the fact is, you know, behind the scenes in marketing and admin, they're not dealing with face value clients where they have to be on time. Yeah. Had this been another role, it would have been a very different conversation. And we would have had to figure out what we were going to do. Mm. But I would have still been able to find a solution. Mm. And the solution of the fact was she knows her hours. She knows what she's supposed to do within those hours. So I don't care how you do those hours, you can rock up late and then you stay back late. It was yeah. a beautiful solution.
0: Create your own, it's not a late, it's creating your own time schedule. Time schedule. Now, that doesn't relate though to a salon. So how would you then, let's say that was one of your salon staff. How? how would I relate it?
1: Exactly that. I'd be like, start it? later and finish later, and then modify your client. Modify your client, okay, yeah, to, good. because That's at least good that advice. way I'm not feeling disrespected. I'm not yes. feeling like you're not doing your work. You're still rising up to the expectation. There is that expectation there, but we just modify it to suit that person. Mm. Like how powerful. <laughs> not everyone's a morning <laughs> person like you and I. Not everyone is a morning <laughs> person like I'm. Ready there. We're we're ready. We're ready right? at six. Yeah. But if I can just share that message and that story of, you know, there's so many little nuggets in that little yeah. scenario yeah. of dropping that ego because all these girls that we were able to work through, they've, you know, you walk into our salon, or not our salon, but you walk into our H- HQ headquarters mm. and you're like, I just love your girls. Yeah, they're
0: amazing. They're amazing. amazing. Your entire team are... Incredible. and And I think what is so admirable and a lot of business owners can learn from your leadership is everyone understands the common goal. And now there's 100%. a couple of goals because you've got a, a couple of spokes to your will or your business, but everyone works their ass off no matter what their time schedule is for that common goal. For
1: which that is common really goal. Cool. But and that how, comes down to good leadership though. And thank you because I really have I'm not I don't claim to be perfect, you know that ego Will surface, and I've been put in situations, but now I feel so confident. And this ties around to our relationship yeah. and our friendship. And we've been asked multiple times, "How do you guys do? it? What works?" <laughs> so, should we explain how unique our working relationship is?
0: So, I think for our, if you know, for listeners that have listened to other podcasts, they know why we've created this. We've got very separate businesses, but we do come together on a couple of common. Goals. One, we do share a couple of staff resources, as an example, don't we? But
1: that's that comes down to because we don't have an ego.
0: That's right. Yeah. So you, I mean, you've been uh, my marketing business is is relatively new by comparison to your business, and you are a giver. So you want to, I think, anyone that's in your network, Circle. you want to look after them and and share in the good and the glory, right? And so you're. Your one of your key skills. You've you've got some good
1: people that work for you. So got some phenomenal women that work. <laughs> but it took time, and I think this is what it comes down to when yeah. you drop that ego. Yes. Like what we were saying before this podcast, why we work so well together. Who would share staff? Who would share staff? Who would share staff? And yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we've always from day one. You've been in my life for four or five years. Mm. I've never been that friend, or I've never been that person, and this is why it's so important because this messaging. You know, when you're building a business, you're building relationships. Yes. And this will apply to relationships outside of work, but it integrates because we're so tied into what we do and who we are and what we stand for. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've never been that person that always... You know, and I see it happening all the time with our industry. Everyone's looking in everyone else's back pocket. Mm. Everyone's looking Com- at what? Comparing? Comparing. That's comparing, social media though, isn't it? Competing. Yeah. I've never, ever had those emotions. Even now when I see someone else doing something, even if I've had other people in our community that may, you know, may go off course and they might they might be experimenting using other brands. I look at them using other brands, but I, I don't have that. I don't I don't get triggered because no. I don't look at it as a personal no. thing that reflects on me. I, I look at it as something that they're going through, but I know that with what we've been able to build with our, within our community and what's so powerful about what we're sharing is look at how many women we have in our circle now mm, that are high level, yes. high achievers, that are doing great, amazing things that we can call upon at any time mm-hmm. and that will share and put their heart on a silver platter yeah, and help give us guidance That's what I focus on. Mm. That's what has really dropped my ego because I think what we were saying also before, when you get to a certain age, you're able to be so vulnerable. Mm. You're able to say, guess what? I fucked up Yeah, and not feel bad for it. And it's okay because even with my team, that's what, you know, it filters through our core values of who we are. I mean, I was just saying to you as well, look at Steve Jobs, biggest takeaway that I got from him. What did he say? He doesn't want to employ someone that's smarter. He hires people that are that's, better than him. That's right. Mm. What ego? What ego person mm. would think that?
0: I mean, he had ego creating the products that he created, right? There's no like they were brazen and they were completely out there and in many respects so unrelated relatable at the time, but have a look
1: now. <laughs> have a look now because of that <laughs> one, you know, key thing that really stood out to yeah. me and have a look at who we've worked for before growing up. Mm. I was working for Power Hungry. They were egotistical ego leading with ego where now being a leader, you're really 15% is about you. Yeah. And 85% is about everyone else. Yeah. Would you agree? Absolutely. I've got a scenario, like I sit here and I'm listening to you thinking,
0: how can I relate to this in terms of where this played out in my business life or life in general? And outside of our friendship, I have this other really cool circle of friends. Now, the context is that circle of fr- and I call them friends now. We didn't start that way. In fact, we were 10 women in a room that didn't know each other. There was one common person in that room that we all knew. We weren't friends, but she was the common person. And we created, we were part of a business group that was designed for women And we would get together every month and have, there was a format for our discussion and it was an afternoon and and it was, it was supposed to be a vulnerability and sharing and, you know, like anything new, you still get to know each other. And that was probably, goodness, I can't even remember what year we started that, maybe 2016, 15, I can't even remember now, it was a long time ago and we started together we did 3 years under the format of that particular women's business group and then like the power of us being together and that relationship grew like any good relationship and you know because it was nurturing it was, it was coming nurturing. from good intention and it really was <clears throat> a place of vulnerability and there was a lot of shit shared in that room that you know we would all go to the ground and it would never get discussed again and it was just and i i my learning from that was about being vulnerable and that was my hardest Thing to overcome. I've been in other scenarios where it, you were encouraged to be vulnerable and I would shut down because to when me... When you're younger? Oh, definitely as an adult. But to me, m- like my inner voice was, if you're vulnerable, you you're muscle, weak. 100%. So don't be weak. Don't be weak. So true. Yeah. So it was really like it took me a lot because I had some lots of shit going on in my business. And we would talk about it. And I remember one day when I had to make some really hard and fast decisions about my business, that those girls rallied together and we literally tabled my business. And I thought never in my life have I felt more vulnerable that I had figures on, like we had big course. pieces of of butcher's paper across the table. We were writing down figures. We were writing down scenarios. And that group of girls got together. Pulled it, pulled it together. And gave me like just that. That nurturing, not oh my god, everything's going to be okay. Like my back was against Let's the wall. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out because there's always a solution. I learned so much, but my my underlying message was just be vulnerable because there and it was nothing you a big wrong. Lesson, That's yeah, right. there was nothing wrong. Like yeah, it was a fuck up. Like it really was. But there's so many, you know, but 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 buts. But of course, and there's that, still
1: that. There's still that notion. Oh my god, if I'm gonna you know, show someone my weak, like people take yeah, kindness for weakness. Failing business
0: is like a weakness, right? Even <laughs> where I'm at now. But that was, to me, that was like a doorway to hell. But I had to power through that. I learned so much. And then once you came out on the side, how were you able to reward? Oh, well, you know, there was some really interesting conversations that evolved from that because mine wasn't the only story that in that room because then it led to others in that in our circle that were having similar issues issue. and that I think that was that relatable story it's like well I'm not on my own because when you're going through something like I what I was going through at the time I definitely felt like I was on my own I felt like a failure and a fuck up and I'm gonna let people down I'm gonna let my family down you know and then it ca- it always comes back for me I come from a family of educators I didn't finish school I didn't go to university so that was my ego that was your trigger tripping out at mm. that moment going, see Kirsten, if you'd gone to university, if you'd finished school, if or you didn't want to adult at <clears> 16 and just be a kid. Um, it's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Maybe allowing... Maybe I wouldn't be
1: in that situation. It's not allowing your past to dictate how yeah, you show up. Yeah.
0: So it was really good. Like it was painful. You know, those things, the excruciating things that you go, I, know, I just don't want to put myself in that position. Mm. But, you know, in that moment, like unpacking my business businesses at the time across a table and those women kicking into gear. And I'm like, oh my God, like everyone's got a story a about big le- big a situation. It was a big lesson. Yeah. And it was so, I guess my message is when you're in situations where it's overwhelming and it's tough, don't don't let your ego set in that you can power through block this that, on your own. Lock that situation Reach off. out. Yeah. Like reach out 100%. to someone, but it, make sure it's to the people that you really can trust it might not be someone that you know either. Like, it could be someone could be someone that you've listened to on a podcast. It could be someone that someone Random. in an industry has spoken about, recommended. Or if you don't know, then start asking the questions. I think the worst thing people do when they get into be this. be afraid to ask. Yeah, is to so get true. in and go,
1: "I can power this through yep, this I know on my better. own. I have to prove that I know the answers yeah. because yeah. that is the biggest blocker. Even now, when we're on board new stockers it really is I have to have that conversation even with people when they come on because what happens in that particularly in our industry oh yeah is the more advanced a hairdresser is the more skill set you know in the beginning when they're learning they're open to making mistakes but if someone's you know coming on the scene with 15 20 years under their belt and you know you know what happens with this when you're learning something new it's a new skill set very different And they want to start dictating to you how... No, 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 not dictating. No, no, no. no. What happens is they literally, and I pre-warn them now, is that guess what? You've got to drop that ego because when you start doing this, you're not going to be great at it. Be open to learning. You're going to suck. Mm. I sucked. I went through, it took me a year to perfect this before I could even transfer it into my business. You know, everyone's lucky because now we've built systems and processes in place that help them, support them. But it's not a technique, and it's not a skill that they can pick it up so easy. Right. And the more qualified they are, the the more skilled they are, the, the more, harder it is. The more harder it is for them to compute. Oops. Right. Sorry, I just knocked the microphone. The she more harder it is for them, and I can see them spiral. Is at, it is it harder because the message is they've been hairdressing for a long time, therefore they should know that They should know that. Right. A hundred percent. Imagine. When you're like and you know we've worked with some of the best in yeah. the industry yeah. that I've taught. And there's some that just don't carry through with it because they're so hard on themselves, because their ego gets in the way. And it nearly yeah. got me, it got me multiple times when I was like, Why do I suck? You start questioning yourself. Right. You know, you start, you don't, you're too afraid. And what what do we do with our education? They have access to us in the beginning to send through. Messages and videos of their work, but how many people actually take up the offer?
0: Yeah, not they many, don't because I'm sure. they're too
1: scared. And that's why now I know my messaging and I know how they feel because I felt that too. So now we open up those communications and be like, we encourage you, you're not going to feel stupid. Mm. We're not going to make you feel stupid. But how many times you've also seen it, you know, with where this can go wrong when their ego gets in the way because they're just so blocked from feedback, they're so blocked from you know, having someone like ourselves who's gone through the good, the bad, the ugly.
0: Mm.
1: And being, you know, sometimes when I feel like I do have the right answers, but we want to work with people like what, you know, we we're speaking about with Nick, which is the guy of Matrix. And he was saying we want to, you know, it goes back down to working with value over volume and value knowing volume. who your people are because mm. it's so important. I don't want to share this with with people that aren't on the same frequency. Mm. Um, and it takes time. It doesn't mean that we're not open to it, but as long as they understand that ego can really creep up and it can really, you know, it can really take that driver's seat off course. Absolutely. It can really, you know, detour. How do you say that word? Detour. 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 We can all really, got wo- I've got a word. It can really detour you <laughs> yeah. and really go sideline and you end up, you know, staying in your lane, doing what you're yeah. doing. Rather, look how much we've had to, you know, that's a part of growth and part of growing it's uncomfortable and that's why we say this might trigger someone mm. you know I know look at my husband Vlad when I first started to get into personal development and I slowly had to feed it to him because it is triggering yeah. and he used to watch all these guys like Mojo Master he's from Adelaide and Gary V and who else was the other guy Kerwin Ray right. he used to get so triggered because guess what it was his ego Right. Tony Robbins. Tony like, Robbins. So Tony Robbins He's amazing. He's been around, but it's true. They're going to trigger you because it's going to, you're going to be faced with, you catch yourself out going, I think that, or that's been me. And how many times even now, you know, we've, we've really had to readjust our focus with our stockers and who we want to work with mm-hmm. because we've had a couple of young 20 year olds that come, come on the scene and, You know, they don't ask for help. They don't communicate. They think that they know better. They can be very judgy on the side, very nitpicky. But guess what? They're nitpicking themselves.
0: Right. They're judging
1: themselves and their insecurity because look at what we've been able to create with the right people. Oh, absolutely. And the right mindset. So it's sad for them. It's actually really sad. Yeah. Because... So what are you saying in that? They start with you and then they go off and... Well, they don't start, but they don't continue the process. Right. Because they've got too much ego. Mm. To be like when things go wrong. Yeah, instead when, of like
0: a partnership,
1: work through of it. a partnership, working through it. And you've been privy to a lot of, that's a whole nother <laughs> episode that I'm really passionate about is how I've been able to resolve conflict mm. into resolution. Mm. Because that's a whole nother element, you know, to, to what we're about and what we're doing. Because let me tell you something, when shit goes down, I'll be the first one to take the heat. Absolutely. I'll be the first one to self-assess yeah. and I'll be the first one to say, look, let's pare it down, but it has to be, um, that energy exchange from both parts, because if you're not receiving that from the other party, there's not going to be any resolution. But I've
0: also seen, and I'll back you up, I've also seen firsthand what you will do to protect your stockers' clients. So your brand is very well known now. You spend mm-hmm. and invest a lot Thank in you. marketing and branding, and that's for the the betterment of everyone. It's not just like self fulfilling, this is for your stockers as well, and so clients are savvy. Like customers so that savvy. are savvy, they know because you do a good job and your stockers, you've educated your stockers to promote your brand, so they know. For example, the hair that they're buying has your brand on it. So when she and I've seen this happen first, and I feel like this is an important topic to talk about in terms of ego playing in. Um, clients that have not had a great experience with a stockers as an example, and they end up, that client end up contacting you directly or your team directly about their experience. I've seen firsthand that you will kick in and you will protect the
1: stockist.
0: 100%. And the client, like you'll save face with the client and and fix that situation. And it always made me wonder, like, I. Right, we only had this conversation yesterday. I said, the bigger and the busier you get, can you keep doing this? Like I've seen you run around Sydney with a new set of hair extensions for <laughs> someone that didn't have a great experience there for whatever reason and you fixed it and the stockist is went back into on track. And, my, and the stockist stock is But again, and, with
1: that, I'll share that in another because that really yeah, is.
0: But that's like you really do kick into action with that and you don't ask questions. You just solve and
1: then sort. From there. And I think also coming back to our scenario with you know I've got six salon team members and half the issues that everyone's experiencing we don't experience. Mm, yeah. But it really does. It's been so difficult because there's a certain standard and there's a certain skill set. And then like it does go back to that ego because you've got to be open to it because people get offended. Yes, they get so offended and it's that ego. That's why I'm saying they will lose that opportunity. They will go look for another brand yeah. or another product. And I know. I know, I've been around hairdressing for 28 years and I've worked with... God, you're old. I know, I really am old, (laughs) but I still look good for my age. You still look amazing. (laughs) If not better. (laughs) Keep going, sorry, I took you off track. No, 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 it's good, but it really is when you connect to that higher self. Yeah. And also understanding that the product, if we can make this work and the way that I see things is very different to someone else, the way that they see it, they'll get down on themselves, they'll block it, just fix it. There's a solution. There's a there's a solution, but if you get, you know, that ego where it creeps in, that's why it really is important who you surround yourself with mm. because you got to be so careful of that energy that you're spurting out because the clients will pick up on that, your staff will pick up on that. As whereas when we have an issue, what do we do? We just regroup and talk we it, talk it out. And for Conversations the amount of, great. For the amount of and I can honestly say this: like I said, with every other extension brand that I've worked with, it was headache after headache after headache. Mm-hmm. As whereas with this, it's maybe been a headache a handful of times. Mm. So to me, what am I going to do? I'm just going to fix it. Yeah, you going to replace actually. that client's hair, whether it was a user error, a situation. You don't question it. I don't question it. Mm. I just work to find a solution because the amount of time that I temporarily might lose in that situation like financially but I'm going to gain so much more by just fixing it. Yeah. And then if it keeps happening and again and it's a repeat offender or it's a repeat, then you know that it's a deeper issue, that something, oops, something is going um, astray and you have to really get to the bottom of that. But this is, you know, what I say, we really want to work with people that, you know, just show up, ask for support, ask for help, drop that, we all need to drop that ego. Because I think it comes down to, honestly, a deep, deep deep-seated insecurity. If you know what you're doing and you keep working at it and you keep working on yourself, I think you can just show up in a more. And this also comes back down to, you know, remember COVID, when COVID happened, I just had a a download. download. (laughs) I had a download. Remember what happened with COVID when we got hit with a massive spike in prices
0: Oh, yes. And we yeah. couldn't
1: absorb the cost anymore. Mm. And what happened, we had to work with our accountant. We had to work mm. with Vlad. We got down to the numbers. And it wasn't an emotionally charged thing. We just had no choice. You had to problem solve. We that. had to problem solve. Mm. And what happened, we had to increase our prices to 30 40%. And what happened within our community, with our clients, it was a shit show. But everyone had to scenes. do the same
0: though, right? But ours
1: was extreme.
0: Y- yours, they were playing catch up in an unusual time. We were playing catch up time.
1: from... Mm not putting up our prices from From, day one, from entering the market. And then we had, because we had to work with, and it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't an emotional decision. It was an educated decision. Yeah, absolutely. But what happened is when I was getting the feedback from everyone, I didn't react. Mm, I didn't get triggered because I was getting, people were saying, oh, she's just trying to make money. Yeah, She's just. To fund a lifestyle. She's just fund. Mind you, that PR little thing that came out, you know, with, that Daily Mail. <laughs> oh yes, that was a whole nother thing that got caught up in PR because mm. we were getting interviewed by a magazine. It was a Daily Mail, and they're asking, you know, with COVID, it was a great story—a home salon that went, mm. you know, that that, that, <laughs> grew, that went viral. <laughs> and you know, not only that, I was able to formulate a collaboration with America. So not only did we have eighty stockists in Australia, but we also were able to grow grow through a col- collaboration, um, in America, and were we'll asked, you know. They asked you sneakily little questions like, "What's your revenue?" And I was like, "Sure, I'm happy to say I was proud of her to say we hit six figures." Then they ran a story. Oh yeah, they ran a story within the time of us increasing our prices. Yeah. What was the headline? Yeah. You know, Adelaide home salon entrepreneur making millions. Yeah. And yeah. when well, it yeah you were
0: really uncomfortable <laughs> with the headline.
1: <laughs> I was really <laughs> uncomfortable with the headline because that wasn't true because they didn't ask what what our expenses no. were. But that's typical
0: of media though, isn't it? It is
1: media and I got caught into it, media, and I've learned a really, really big lesson from it and I really had to regroup and just stay intentional to who we are and really I didn't want to have to explain because I I think behind the scenes, I think over-explaining is is not going to serve anyone. Mm. But when what I was saying, going back to the ego when we were getting messages, you know, how dare you, you know, you've got a great product, now you're commercialising yourself and you're doing this to to you know, within that PR move. They really didn't know how to take it. I had stalkers questioning me, but I was able to show up yeah, and explain it from a more point of like a knowledge of like, how do I say it? I was able to explain it from, you know, a place of knowledge and understanding. Which is powerful. Which is so powerful yeah. rather. And I was able to win some and then lose some. Did you some. really want to run away in the background though? No. I didn't want to run away because I knew in my gut. What you'd said. I knew in my yeah. gut that it wasn't an ego-driven decision to raise my prices. Yes. Yeah. And that's the key thing. Yeah, I think, true. Yeah. you know, we speak about, you know, ego and entitlement. It's a slippery slope. Mm. And if I was coming at a place where I was like, we think we're so hot, we're in demand now. to yeah, double our prices. What, what happens when people are in demand? You hear it all the time. I remember listening on other podcasts and in America, the more in demand you are, that's when you raise your prices. But for us, it wasn't about that. Mm. I really went through, you know, the tumble dryer of, Understanding from our account's point of view why we had to do it. So when it when it was presented to myself, Mm. I didn't have those feelings of, oh my god, I've been caught out. Oh my god, because if you did deep down do it for those wrong reasons because it was an ego, you would have been caught out. And I think when you stand in, that's the biggest message as well. When you stand in your power of who you are, and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve, you can come at a place.
0: That's such a cool message.
1: It really is. I can really tell
0: you're passionate about this. Should we
1: turn it into a song?
0: (laughs) Since we're in a recording studio? I've got many skill sets, and singing is definitely not one of them. (laughs) So you might not want to engage me for that.
1: But I feel like I've hijacked this episode.
0: No, it's amazing. I I know that this is really passionate, and you were bussing. In fact, we didn't have this particular episode planned for a little while, and it kept creeping in. It kept creeping in. And you have, so I wanted you to take the. The podium with
1: the reins. Yeah. But I think to to sound it off and to round it up with our messaging, I think the the biggest message that I have and the takeaway is be careful who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Because that also plays a role. Because if you're around people that are egotistical mm. or that are driven by ego, what do you think is going to happen when you turn to them? Mm. And then you ask them for an opinion. They're not going to want the best for you. I well, I don't think they. I don't think it's a it's a subconscious thing that mm. they don't really know because they're coming from a power of disadvantage, mm. and they're coming from a power. Uh, they're coming from a position of fear, their own fear, and their own. Um, you know, their own insecurities and their own. So then it just festers into something that could very easily be seen from a point of possibility. And mm. I think you've been that person for me. Thank well, you. we've been great for that. And it's just a testament, be careful who you surround yourself Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Get in the circle. If you're not in Get that in circle, the circle, figure find out one. Find or, one. Find one. Or call us. You can come and join us. You circle. can come and join. <laughs> because it really, I would rather be around people. I'd rather have a smaller community yeah. of more powerful. And we've like now we've got a solid group of 20 young, powerful women that just want to. You know, want to make a change and want to make an impact. And how how much more powerful are we together? And we love that. Because, and we love that. You know, we're surrounding ourselves with younger people. That's right. And we learn. Lo- we are learning. Just, and not just younger, but I'm learning. talking. Uh, I'm talking about our colleagues. You know, we've mm. got so many. I can count five on a hand who we turn to and we regroup with. And um, you know, that also help us stay on track. Yeah. Um, but the biggest takeaway is, you know, that person that comes along, you'll you'll very quickly be able to filter those red flags. Yeah. Because if you have that mindset, guess what? You're gonna be presented, you're gonna create that reality. Mm. So if you have that mindset, you're gonna you're gonna create an army of staff members who think like that. And then you're gonna you're gonna put that energy out. So then you're gonna have clients. That start start being like that. So it just festers into something that it really, really shouldn't. Mm. So we hope you got value in this. That's amazing.
0: Thank you. I learned a lot listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
1: What was the biggest takeaway? What was the biggest takeaway? Biggest takeaway
0: is to... Drop the fucking ego. (laughs) Drop the fucking ego. But apart from that, choose your circle wisely.
1: Absolutely. But
0: be, be open and vulnerable. And in all areas of life, I'm not just talking business, I'm talking life. in general. Life is so much more sweeter when you wake up. I, I always say don't, if they're not bringing the best, like if you don't feel good being around certain people, then you've got to cut them or limit your time with them. So I, you know, that's listening to you. It's just, I guess, reinforce that for me, like find your circle, find your business circle, find your friend circle and hold them tight, love them Exactly, Hard. and how many yeah.
1: times? Just one more thing before we cut this. You know, how many times when you're dealing with the wrong people, you feel so much more depleted in energy. You feel sick. Zapped. You, you feel so zapped. As we're now, we're probably the busiest that we've ever been. Yeah, but where our energy more level, productive. we're so much more productive. Yes, and that in a sense is so much more powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. Thank you for. We'll your see time. you on the next one. Happy business building, <laughs> and we'll see you on the next one.